0: Yo 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 welcome to Quake 808 and today we've got a very special guest on board TV presenter and actress Joella Noble is in the house
1: yay yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: i'm
1: good i'm so excited honestly thanks for having
0: me man thank you for being on the energy i'm here for that excited energy man joella man thank you for coming on i know that we talked about having you on talking about just like 90s hip-hop so we went with you picked eve's 99 album let mm-hmm. there be eve but before we get in i got to ask you what i ask everyone that comes on what's the least hip hop thing you've done in the last 24 hours
1: in the last 24 hours mm. oh do you know what my friend actually right before I came on this call my friend sent me a voice note and we randomly enough we were talking about like brushing our teeth and um cleaning our tongues right we were just talking about bad breath and stuff and yes, how it's really yes. important to clean your tongue brush your tongue mm. and she this was a conversation yesterday and she voice noted me today and said I just remembered that when you were talking about brushing your teeth yesterday, instead of saying tap, you said force it.
0: <laughs> oh what? Why? And that
1: was weird.
0: <laughs> Why? Oh, but then it's the Brooklyn coming in out, out of you, right? It's the Brooklyn coming out of you.
1: It, it must be. It must be. <laughs> it must be. I didn't even think of that, but it actually it. must be. Oh my god. Forcet, I was just like, how did say that?
0: Yeah, no, that's mad how the mind goes it there. Says that. And great tips of bad breath always clean the tongue. I'm I'm you got
1: well, I was saying, like, what's really imperative is to have a tongue scraper, but also to, like, you know, wet the the toothbrush and then brush the tongue and then just keep wetting it until the tongue is pink, it needs to be pink, not white.
0: Yes. I am not showing you my tongue. If this is, that's where it's going. That, it's not happening.
1: Listen, mine might even be a bit rusty right now. I brush my teeth, but you never know. You
0: don't, so not happen. when you're put on the spot and you've been on telling exactly. everything. And you don't need that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> my wife will be a big fan of this conversation. She hardly ever listens to our podcast, but she's a big fan of the tongue scraper. So I'm just going to no, direct her to this these few minutes yeah. and then she can clock out but uh, he's a
1: smart woman i know it
0: already <laughs> <laughs> exactly good you, you you say the right things uh, so yeah no this is it right so on that though two things then one because you picked this album there's been a lot of eve in the house so she's loving that she's not so into the oh. hardcore she loves more the r&b angles and right. two, talking about bad breath i've only just listened to this album again recently yesterday and there's a skit where eve's having a go a man about yeah. bad breath.
1: Yeah. 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 Is, is all... it the one right before um, Maniac? Yeah. Is that oh, the skin?
0: Yeah. That's good knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Where
1: they're outside of um, the club. It's like they're outside the club and they're talking to the guys and they're laughing at them he's got fake jewellery and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. You yeah, Snap it on him. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, that guy probably could have done with the tongue scraper. So now we know. Now we
1: know. <laughs> he should have. If only, you know. <laughs>
0: We need more hip hop skits with Tonscrapers involved. Now this is this is where we need to with it. We need
1: go. more hip hop skits. Point period blank. Do like you think? that. I, yes, I feel like I I haven't heard a hip hop skit in ages.
0: Do you know what? They have died out a little bit. They have, but they were yeah. they got really like rubbish after a while. I don't know. They, they were some really poor ones. <laughs> like I don't know how many times I need to hear. Like there was one where Redman's just pissing, and I don't know if I need that in my life generally. to hear a grown man urinating whilst i'm trying to enjoy music
1: iconic you know (laughs) it
0: is iconic though you're right it's iconic it's what he's known for Uh, Exactly. but but yeah man so thank you for bringing this album but i took really touching from jump really why why was it this album you wanted to get into
1: well i must say it was a really difficult decision for me to make being that i grew up in brooklyn in the 90s i mean i was a kid you know uh Mm. When this came out, I was like eight, nine years old. Uh, I didn't really understand what she was talking about, but I just remember that I loved her. She's the reason that I wanted to be a rapper. And I say wow. it was, yeah, I know, it didn't quite work out for me, but <laughs> I definitely did. Um, but I say it was. T- yeah, there's still time. <laughs> <Doesn't that mean>? <laughs> <laughs> but I say like, it's a tough decision for me to make because there were so mm. many other 90s albums. I know initially I said I wanted to do Lauren Hill, Miseducation mm. Of, but... If I'm being totally honest with myself, that is not an album that I fully, like, consumed as a kid. Mm. Like, as an eight, nine-year-old, I was not listening to, to Lauren Hill and fully deep in the deepness of the situation.
0: Yeah. Although,
1: when she came out with um, Do What, That Thing, I was there watching it thinking oh my gosh, are they twins? Are they (laughs) two different people? Because she like played two different characters in the video. But yeah, I really understood like the deepness of that album as an adult, more so than a child. Um, I also wanted to go for Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, because he's my favourite rapper of all time. We've
0: got to into that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, we can.
0: (laughs) There's a conversation there.
1: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) But it's the same thing. Like I felt like... As a kid, I really wasn't listening to Reasonable Doubt. Mm. You know, it wasn't my sound as a kid when I was seven or when it came out in 96?
0: Yeah, 96
1: ish. Yeah, like yeah. I'm five, six years old. Like, <laughs> I am not listening into reasonable doubt it's something that I really embraced as an adult you know Um, but again Eve was someone that I really looked up to Uh, she wasn't overly sexualized Mm. Um, not that that was something that I had a problem with either to be honest but I just felt like I could relate to what she was saying a bit more even though I had no experience in life but I just loved her style and I used to go through this album every song I used to like write the lyrics I used to pause it and write the lyrics because like I just needed to know I would totally get it wrong now looking back I'm like I really (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah I I I still really love Eve and I still look up to her I think what she's accomplished in her life like Mm. she had a whole tv show and it was it was her like it's so funny because her character's name was not Eve, but the name of the show was Eve. Eve. I'm like, how amazing is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> you are an icon. I know.
0: You could, I think that's the thing with Eve as well. Like, I think um, the people that I feel, I feel get talked about a lot, uh, Foxy, Kim, Missy, mm-hmm. if you're talking about female artists. Yeah. And I sometimes was like, actually going what Eve's done, is incredible. Don't
1: disrespect my girl. I'm not. Like, <laughs> Everyone is. They. I feel like she's just looked over. Like she is an icon. We need to appreciate everything that she did when that album came out. Like she was. Rough Riders were huge mm, back mm. in them days. They, that they were a movement. Yes. And she was the first female to come on that team. You know, it was. Oh, the poor prince on her chest. Like yes, it was. Yes. Just, Vision. Oh, I love, oh, I I love, love
0: how much she cared about her visual identity as well as her on track Because everything, yeah. everything yeah. is thought the well out The
1: platinum blonde hair
0: Yeah, the platinum blonde hair, sometimes with the braid, sometimes with the And I, I just watched uh, I just watched a few music videos because I like watching old music videos and stuff And she really went in, man Like she was yeah. choreographing a little bit and everything I was like, well, yeah, like she knew what she was yeah. doing, man Absolutely I loved it Yo, 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 welcome to the Crate 808 Podcast Patreon. My name's Camby Thandy, and this show is all about 90s hip-hop. Be it interviews with icons like DJ Premier, DJ Muggs, Prince Paul, Black Thought, or who had the best three-album run of 90s rap, or just rediscovering some of the classic cuts that came out in that generation, we've got you. This is a show for all the rap nerds, all the nostalgia heads, just to go back and enjoy that amazing... Moment in music. So, with your support on Patreon, we hope to make more live, engaging hip hop content for you guys. Where you can join me and the Crate 808 squad on some live hangouts. We're going to go into some wide ranging episodes delving into the work of the Wu Tang Clan, MF Doom, and J Dilla. So, get it locked if you want that new, granular look at hip hop. So, go to our payment tiers on Patreon. We've got a different few selections on there for you, and you can get up to two new episodes a month as well as joining us you know just to nerd out nerd out over old rap new rap whatever rap you want so big up yourselves if you choose to support us thank you so much i will give you a personalized shout out on the show and we shall catch you in one of these live rooms and let's get this community going so spread the word much love for your time and peace out boom That's interesting you're saying that. I I love the fact that you've gone for something a bit more like, you know, this is just what you were into. And that's what I love about music, end of the day, right? Because I don't know many people who were doing that to this album. But for you to hear this album and then be like, what, eight or nine? So you're hearing (laughs) stuff on here that's like, I mean... (laughs) There's some real upbeat stuff, there's some grimy stuff, and there's some real yeah. honest honesty. Yeah,
1: exactly. It it gets deep. There's layers to it, mm. actually, for real. I didn't even fully understand that. There, there's layers to it. She talks about domestic abuse. Yeah. She talks about like her journey personally as well. I think she was only about 20 when mm. this was released as well. I, I didn't even know that until recently. I kind of looked it up because I wasn't sure. Crazy. Um, and she talks a lot of gun talk as well. So yeah, yeah like as a kid <laughs> who hasn't even hit double digits, Yeah. Um, you know, it was raw for me, but... I wasn't out there trying to shoot people. It didn't, you know, it didn't influence (laughs) me to do that, but it definitely influenced me to really want to be a rapper. Mm. I was definitely a gangster growing up. Just no one could mess with me. (laughs)
0: OG. OG over here, Joella.
1: (laughs) My, um, like my friends, like, in the neighborhoods who were like mm. my big brothers, because mm. they would know like my older siblings and my mum and stuff. They nicknamed me thugged out Barbie.
0: Thugged out Barbie. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> TOB Thugged Out Barbie. I need that album. It'll be fire. <laughs>
1: <Hey. laughs> i
0: But I love it. I love that. Yeah. So the yeah. similarities are there, then, right? Because Eve comes out with, I mean hip-hop's hyper masculine in 99 anyway but not only are you coming out in a hyper masculine like arena you're coming out with someone like dmx where it's like the most masculine rapper
1: oh i just clocked your jumper i love that
0: man jonathan Mannion. yeah i mean i had this i bought this last year and i was just thinking about x a lot last year and then Mm -hmm. he passed and it was just like man it's just yeah just so sad i mean again having him as your bigger brother and she goes toe-to-toe with him, I feel, on them tracks. On the match Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, I, I love like, it.
0: That, to be fair, I'm going to go there now. We've acquainted ourselves a little bit. We need to talk about Swizz Beats' production, generally. Oh,
1: amazing. Right. I love Swizz
0: Okay, Okay. <laughs> are you one of those Swizz Beats fans that sees non, nothing wrong? Or are you one a bit like me? where I love Swizz. The end. He he shaped this era for me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Pharrell.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: But when I'm when I'm playing this now, there are moments where I'm like, "Damn, that's not aged very well." I'm sorry.
1: What moments are you talking
0: about? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Right. Okay. I, I thought this might happen. I thought. <laughs> uh, my, I think the main culprit for me. And it might be the skit as well. It's Philly Philly.
1: Love Philly Philly.
0: Come on man, the way right, I do, I I want to and I feel I probably did at some point in my life. Yeah. But of all the great and, and this is a great album as in when I listen back, man, I can pick four, five, six bangers easy off top. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a great album, but it's worse when you have Philly Philly where it's her coming out party, yeah. This is her Philadelphia track. And I was yeah. like, one, it's got Beanie on it. That's fine. But I don't know. It didn't sound Philly. And I was like, you've worked with the roots. Imagine if Black Thought was on it. Oh. Or imagine just doing that. And that, yeah. I think, it's a one, it's a missed opportunity. But two, just swizz on the beat going, Philly, Philly. It it doesn't fill me with the, any anything all Philly, anymore.
1: where I am from. Yeah. <laughs> philly, Philly. See, when you no. do it,
0: there's life to it. There's some. That's
1: why maybe you had it down too low or something. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> P-H-I-L-A Okay, I know song. who
0: I'm talking
1: to now <laughs> No, but I, I can see full in any work Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. it's all a matter of opinion mm. And sometimes I feel like Swiss Beats is Maybe a bit jarring sometimes yeah. Not very often, though Like, mm. I, I do tend to like his music Because he has produced a lot of what I like Like Eve, yeah. he's done a lot of production for Jay-Z as well So, you know Yeah, yeah, absolutely you know, I love the guy. But yeah, no, I feel like Philly is a Philadelphia anthem. It made me actually want to go to Philadelphia. It made me want to try a Philly cheesesteak. And I felt, it felt like a movement. And I felt that energy from yeah. them and that passion from them. So it's so interesting that you yeah. don't feel that way. I think I told, and also, go on, And go on. also, no, the skit's good. What do you mean? No, it just makes me know?
0: think of my uncle when he's in the shop and, <laughs> and like people are coming in and saying he's not English. And I'm like, he is. He's
1: been oh, he's okay. in Newcastle
0: for like 10 years.
1: So, oh, do you know what? Do you know what? I will say that when I listened to the skit again, that part I did think it probably didn't age so well. Yeah. And it's not that funny was... either.
0: Like when Fuji's were doing skits, this, this is the thing with your skits. Yeah. So you're saying you say you want more. They're ass. Oh, so Fuji skits are great. Snoop skits are mm-hmm. great. You know, Dre. Or, or they, skits are great. But sometimes they do fall flat. And I don't know if it's that, but I don't want to start on a negative foot at all with this album, but I had to just
1: yeah see where no, you were that's at that's fine. We can talk about this. I, I've got two more points to make on Please what we're talking do. about. Please right? do. One, with this skit, I feel like, I do feel like it was good. Other than a couple comments probably made that I feel like may, you know, be a bit sensitive. Mm -mm -mm -mm. um, I feel like it's taken from a very real conversation that probably would have happened. That's true. Especially when you're talking about a staple food choice, like the Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia. People are going to have different ideas of what goes in it. And it also speaks of the diversity as well. Mm. at the time You're and now like i like this i didn't even know i had this in me <laughs> it's coming
0: out it's coming out but it's but it's, that, a it's,
1: very, true. it's a very real reflection of mm. of what a conversation would be like in a shop in the corner store in a bodega yeah in in philadelphia at that time so um i still yeah. really enjoy it. and the other point i was going to make is the roots like that song, uh you got me with the roots, oh Erica Badu and Eve, is my favorite song of all time.
0: Wow. I lo-
1: I can cry just talking about it right now. I love that song so much.
0: Yeah. Um
1: yeah. and the fact, I'm going off point now, but the fact that like it's the only song that Erica Badu sang that she didn't write herself.
0: Yeah. She
1: only sings music that she writes herself. Jill Scott wrote that. and I love Jill Scott as well. I love Erica and I love Jill Scott. That song was just everything that I love. That is the first song that I really feel like I looked at and I was like, wow, like this is deep. Like this is a deeper kind of hip hop that I hadn't experienced before that. Yeah. Um, But if Black Thought... Was on that tune, it wouldn't be that tune. It, it would be all soulful, and the True. album's not like. Come on, yeah. there's not, no soul
0: in the album. That. Is that what you're saying? Is there no soul? No, I'm not saying that. No, no you dare
1: make me say that about my Eve. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I'm joking. But yeah, I do understand. <laughs> yes, that soul. That is, yeah. it's a mismatch, but a remix <laughs> or something. I don't know. It would have been nice, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Enough. Yeah.
0: I know. I know you don't agree with me, and you're being polite. Yeah. That's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> glad you
0: know. <laughs> no, I know, and the other the listeners and the watchers know.
1: Yo, what up, y'all? This is DJ Premier, and you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. Hey, yo, 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 this your boy Fowl March, and right now, you are rocking live with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Del, the funky homo sapien, down with hieroglyphics, the funk pimp. Come on here for some good shit.
0: Yes, yes, you are rocking with the best. This is the one and only Just Blaze. Right now, you're checking out the Crate 808
1: Podcast. This is Open Mike Equal, and you are currently rocking with the Crate 808
0: Podcast. Yo, peace and love to this homeboy, C. Amen. And you're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast.
1: It's the place to be. So good for you. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your RB ambassador, talking all things RB and hip hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Hey yo, yo, check it out. This is the
0: rapper Big Pooh. And I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate 808 Podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. But yeah. <laughs> but actually, you know, you talk about remixes. And again, thank you for bringing this album because there's cuts on here that I'd forgotten. I used to rinse Maniac. Really? Maniac oh. one, definitely. There's something yeah. about Missy Elliott, a punk Missy Elliott on the dough track, mm-hmm. Ain't Got No Dough. And the, I was not ready. No <laughs> I was not ready for that yeah. type of song then. Like, I don't even. I was like, what? It's, it's really weird. It's off kilter, but it's so good. It's of its own.
1: I remember my dad came to New York to visit us and he had a camcorder, one of them, real old school ones. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like rehearsing and singing the song and singing all the words. And I'm like, I was again a kid, I was a child. I didn't even reach double digits. And I'm singing, Ain't got no dough, bro. Yes, ain't got (laughs) cash flow. Y'all know y'all can't, but like. (laughs) Steaming in the club Trying to impress this I'd be so
0: proud If that was my nine year old I'd be like Wow Look at that But you know
1: what With that song I will say that one As much as I still love it If I have to say There's any song That hasn't aged well Mm. I would kind of say that Mainly because of the content And I feel like yeah. You know, like yeah. we're just talking about rinsing men for their money. Yeah, and absolutely. if you don't have money, then you can't talk to me. Yeah. Like it's, it's quite shallow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess I feel like men are under so much pressure and have been for a very long time. Obviously I'm not a man, but mm. from the outside looking in, like to provide. And yeah. so, you know, for a song to, to berate you for not no. having enough money yeah. is, is, a bit sad isn't it it's really interesting but, um,
0: yeah i never saw it that way not, that, that that, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah no you're right you are absolutely right but i also think she's so young that yeah especially young artists they tend to just put everything everything mm-hmm. into their first few albums and uh sometimes it's very like if it's not this way where it's kind of twisted kind of morality a little bit but also yeah. uh, principles kind of thing also like just really derogatory really like just juvenile like yeah but then i was a juvenile when i was listening to doggy style so it's like oh yeah, yeah it's funny okay. and then 10 years later you like you know you're like you're with your missus and you're like mm, that doesn't work as well but <laughs> I, I i i do get you i do but i was going to say remixes man yeah. i love what you'll want and it's a hit and classic what you'll want is mm-hmm. classic, but the remix man oh my days i don't like know if it it's really- I don't know if it's locked down or what, but I feel like I'm on holiday when that hook kicks in.
1: <laughs> That's the only one that I will skip.
0: Oh my, we are not getting on.
1: <laughs> we were not aligning here today, at are all, we?
0: At all. <laughs> I don't know. The Puerto Rico thing in the middle. Oh, but I don't know. There's something. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the way you flipped it. I did. I, and plus yeah. what you'll want isn't on the album. So I think if the original was on it, uh. then I might be like, hmm might give that skip
1: i think that's why i'm sad because the original's not on it and then you've got this bootleg one (laughs) that doesn't sound as good (laughs) the tempo is not the same and i want to sing it how i'm used to singing it and Mm. it's it's not it
0: variety is the spice of life joella variety is the spice of life
1: (laughs) i'm a nostalgic kind of gal i'm very sentimental i (laughs) want the same thing that i had No, i get you <laughs> i get, get you is that the video
0: where she's got um the blonde braids i can't remember because i think what...
1: she's got i haven't seen that video in a long time actually but i think, I think she's up. got the blonde braids and like a ball gown yeah kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah
0: yeah yeah that's it that's the one i'm and there's like
1: fire yeah stuff yeah because that's the she's, first I time think i think, I, think I really
0: girl. saw her i saw her yeah. on telly like that and i was like oh right she don't look like rough riders and then the next thing you see she's got the crew cut, and she's like yeah i was like wow no now she, yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah that was her first single release with the rough riders
0: right and it was on that volume one in it that volume one yeah which is a yeah banger absolutely so going into the album then there were a few of the bits i know we've talked quite a bit anyway but like yeah. i did think again there's tracks on here that fit our categories that we talk about most rewindable moments hidden gems do you have any most rewindables or like you know hidden gems that you were like nah? That one needs to be talked about a bit more.
1: Um honestly, I love this whole album. I'm not even yeah. guessing to you. I really love it. Mm. Um, the most rewindable will probably be like maniac. Yes. If I'm getting ready to go out or if I'm on my way somewhere with yeah. my friends or something, I think yeah, yeah. Maniac is one of those. The
0: energy is high.
1: bumpy Yeah, I mm. love it. I love it. And it's kind of funny as well. She shows a lot of personality. And that's yeah. another thing. She's quite versatile, like how she uses her voice yeah. as well. That's another thing that I fell in love with Eve for, like how she kind of dragged her words and she sounded quite sexy as well, but also yeah. quite tough. Yeah. I loved it. But yeah, maniac. I love stuck up because that's yeah. an example of her like dragon and you know. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: you, know, you, know, so you well. so when I'm like you on shape do well, like just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scenario two thousand. Yes, uh, dog match. Like I just okay. I just love it. So on scenario,
0: dog match is great <laughs> as well. On scenario, first of mm-hmm. all. I love the nod to Tribe. Always great to have that. Uh, I don't think they disrespected mm. them. I think like they, uh, they actually like delivered. It's like some great verses on there. I know you want to be a rapper, right? Yeah. So thugged out Barbie. Say you're a rapper and you could be on yeah. any track on this album.
1: Mm. Which
0: track would you like to have blessed?
1: Which track would I want to be on? <laughs> All right. Can't be Philly. Cause I'm not from Philly. Never been mm-hmm. to Philly.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not
1: doing ain't got no dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't do Love Is Blind because, like, she said everything she needs to say there. That's a solo, Love yeah. matches her and DMX, so I'm not trying to get involved in that.
0: <laughs> Don't. <yeah>.
1: Um, <laughs> I can
0: hear your maniac.
1: It could be maniac. It could be scenario 2000. Yes. We on that shit?
0: We on that shit? Yeah. I like
1: that one. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, that's a slept-on one. See what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, got yeah. She and you know what else she's good at? Hmm. Telling stories. So yeah. we on that shit, she's talking about robbing someone. And it's like, I can see it. I can see it.
0: Yeah, she and the facility, again, she's not just that. We haven't talked about Love is Blind now. Figure, that's probably a, one of the 5 might moments, like when you have a moment of perfection on the album. I remember at that time when I'd heard that. Well, I think the skit, again, that's one thing i just realised this album does really well. It marries the skits up to the tracks quite well. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. skit, I remember just being a kid and like, I'd never heard that. Like really, not yeah. that it had really hit me in the head, <clears throat> and that really got me. And "Love Is Blind" was a track where it, I was just like, "Wow, bloke, this is you." She wrote that as well. Like yeah, debut yeah. album, you're bringing that to the table, and I'm not sure if she maintained it. I, I didn't really follow her as much after Scorpion, <clears throat> so I'm not sure if she maintained that kind of songwriting or that impact or that kind of songwriting. But yeah. the fact she did bring it with that. I don't know what you think about Love is Blind. Uh,
1: I love Love is Blind. As I grew older, sometimes I would have to skip it because it's just so, so deep. Yeah. So like Sometimes you don't want to cry when yeah, you listen yeah, to it.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, it's, It's one of her best songs, 100%. And it's still relevant to this day. It's one of the songs that have aged the best in this collection, 100%, because it's still relevant. Things are still happening. Domestic abuse is very real Mm. and happening every single day. So um, she speaks on something so raw and so real that so many people can relate to. So, yeah, yeah, she's amazing for that. And quite brave as well to do a skit like that and to a song like that.
0: And again, in a very masculine environment, like Rough Riders, mm-hmm. it always makes me think the prism of how I saw her was through RR, like double R, like Swizz yeah. and all that. And, and, and I was just thinking like, it's, it's amazing that they had the foresight to not just be another, I'm not being like, I don't want to name any names, but like there's certain groups in the 90s that were so masculine. You can never imagine them being vulnerable on a track ever
1: yeah Ever. it's true and like yeah you, one tune is you talking about robbing someone or yeah. guns and all of that stuff and the other tune is you talking about domestic abuse and really yeah you know hitting that subject hard and yeah. and delivering very on dmx that
0: well. very dmx man yeah
1: he was, he was
0: that's what i miss about mm-hmm. him man like just being real just being like this yeah. is me and this is what i have to comport with and almost yeah. like therapy for himself and i feel like yeah. eve almost had a little bit of that, like I don't. Again, mm-hmm. I wish I had heard more of the more recent stuff because I don't know if she went straight pop or if she did do more of that. And you know, because every time I see her in an interview, she's very open. She's very like just cool. Yeah, you know I, mean? mm-hmm.
1: I I want to meet her so badly. She lives like, in London I just, now. Just... I know she does, and she goes to my hairdresser. What I know, and I've never met her. I want to stalk the hairdresser night and day just to wait until she goes in. <laughs> I don't even know what I would say honestly. Really, like yeah. I just. Love her. Um, and I'm really not like a fan fan, like like I'm fa- I'm a fan of so many people and their talent, mm. but I don't idealize any idolize yeah, anyone, yeah, yeah. Mm, you know, mm. like that. But Eve, <laughs> I'm like, I love you. I just love what Um yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Man, that hairdresser is gonna get battered after this. <laughs> oh, I
1: know. That's what I was gonna say to you. Um she released uh, Scorpion afterwards. Mm and evolution as That's well it. and yes. those yeah those albums were really good like i think it was scorpion that had the gwen stefani tracks oh blow, blow your mind, your mind. Yeah. yeah 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 and evolution had bangers on it as well um after that i'll be honest i i don't i didn't don't really know. listen to
0: yeah, that
1: yeah same one stop kind of thing yeah
0: Hey guys, this is Jerobe from A Tripod Quest. You're listening to The Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, man? It's your man, El Zai, and you're rocking with The Crate 808 Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Where You can check
1: out, you know, artists like me.
0: Hey, it's Steve Rifkin from Loud Records. You're rocking with The Crate 808 Podcast. Spread the word. These guys are dope. The questions they ask and the interview is amazing. Enjoy
1: yourself. Be safe and be healthy. One, two, one, two. You know what it is. This is your man, S-K-Y-Z-O-O, Sky Zoo, live out the borough. And this is the Crate 808 Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. And most importantly, share that love and put your peoples on. Peace and light, this is Cy Rock rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. And you want to check out everything hip hop on Crate808.com.
0: Yo, this is Juggernaut, Nottingham City, NG area. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Make sure you keep it locked in. There's so many gems drop. Crate808.com. Hey, yo, this is the one and only R.A., the Rugged Man. And I'm rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast with my man Cam. Yeah. I was going to say, I like that on Blow Your Mind where she, uh, she hooked up with Dre again, because that whole Dre story is so like, again, you're so young. and
1: Exactly. She was signed to Dre, mm. basically, wasn't she? Mm. Um, and didn't release an album under wow. his label at all. It just didn't work out for them. Um, but when she went to LA, she met with DMX and that's how she joined Rough Riders. Yeah. And um, like Swiss Beat started p- producing her stuff. But it's so amazing to see that after her Rough Riders, after working with Swizz, like she went back with Dre and created absolute magic. Yeah. It was meant to be like
0: a classic pop song. And Dre loving to do his pop stuff. And she became a bit of a pop star at that point, I feel like proper. Yeah. Like people, like my mum knew that song. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, everyone knows oh, that song. Uh, yay. <laughs> but but that it's makes like, me really happy. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's, it was just everywhere. But then, you know what, ironic about that Dre thing as well, thinking about it now was like, because she signed to him. He signed M, Eminem, and then oh. she got pushed to the side. He didn't have yeah. time for her. Yeah. And then do you know how she hooked up with Rough Riders? It was like, um, her manager said, I've got a guy coming in. No, no, sorry. No, that was for Dre. How she signed to Dre. Do you know how she signed to Dre?
1: No, tell us. Tell right. us. Oh, sorry.
0: I didn't know. Right. So she yeah. took, uh, uh, this guy that she knew, uh, knew the right hand man of Dre. So her manager was like, he's going to come to town. He wants weed. So <laughs> pretend you're the weed girl. And when he gets there, we're not going to give him any weed. We're just going to play the music and you're going to freestyle. She got signed to Dre off that. So one through a drug deal. And the second time she got signed to Rough Riders. Imagine again for a young girl, a young anyone that they said, okay, yeah, bring her over. They just put a cipher on the go and she had to battle. She had to battle.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I knew that one. And I was
0: like, man, she's 18. (laughs) And it's like, do or die, man.
1: When it comes to the hip hop game and battling, that is, that's on brand. So yeah, for
0: she sure, for sure.
1: was prepared to do that. She did it. Yeah. She smashed it. And yeah, she got into Rough Riders from that. The drug deal. That is hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Because she was like, I ain't got any weed. Don't matter. Just, just rap. He won't, he'll forget about the weed. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, fascinating. <laughs>
1: that, the- I was just going to say that also speaks on like how important it is to just go for it in life and yes. whatever it is that you want to do. You know, the yeah. fearlessness that, that surrounded that was amazing. In. and i'm sure she probably was a bit nervous like oh gosh like what if you don't like me or whatever but she still did it and that's super inspiring
0: yeah definitely man actually getting that fortitude mm-hmm. to do it but then just hit me just now we're talking about M. it's weird that she's doing songs like love is blind when eminem in that same year probably is doing tracks about killing women and you're like yeah. hip-hop is actually just so mad at that point where i can imagine if you're an you know abuse victim and you're hearing M, that isn't exactly you know what I mean, and that she's doing the and hip hop again. I love the fact that it was covering bases. That you know, for everything that was so wild, there was always so much soul and heart and love. You know, yeah. So yeah, man, absolutely.
1: Wow, that that's crazy actually when you think about that because Eminem yeah. is my favorite rapper. I really love Eminem. His album, um, the Eminem Show, was the second. No, sorry, the first album I ever spent my actual money on. Right. Before my mum used to just buy me all the albums. This one, I went to the shop. And I remember putting the $20 on the counter for the album and I was thinking, oh, I hope they let me buy it because it's explicit content. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I think Eminem is so talented, but it's really true what you say. That's crazy Mm. that he's talking about that stuff back in them days. I don't think he would ever be able to release them kind of tunes now. I
0: don't know. Yeah, it's mad. Because he does, he said words as well on his last few, I don't know if you've heard his last few, but against Tyler using like the F word. And that just feels really odd to a a, a mature rapper who's kind of grown and the music's grown with them. And it's quite nice when you hear the music grow with you because you're like, oh yeah, I can still listen to hip hop because they're all, you know, we all learn, we all educate ourselves. And then when you hear like M just three years ago using that same word, you're like, mate, you know what that word carries. And he apologizes and stuff. But again, I do think there's this, M. I know we're going off a little bit here, but I do think it's interesting like how he just played an act, like a whole massive character. That he probably isn't even that character, but sometimes it's hard to separate the art from that, especially in hip hop, right? Yeah, it's what
1: you're saying it's yeah yeah, it's like a reflection of who you are this is words coming out of your mouth so yeah you know then i didn't i haven't listened to eminem's latest album after encore Mm. i kind of wasn't really listening to his music yeah Yeah. i still think he's super talented but it just wasn't hitting the same and i think it's because he wasn't working with dr joe yeah
0: he thought he could produce and then found out yeah
1: (laughs) I'm sorry for all the Eminem fans
0: I'm sorry but yeah I
1: know lyrically he's one of the best still you know Mm -hmm. I would never take that away from him but
0: just the beats
1: we need to it's one thing being lyrically amazing and another thing actually having good tunes yeah
0: a bit like your favourite rapper Jay-Z, which we need to talk about.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. In a good way. Like It's Jay-Z, man. Come on, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call
1: my <that> uncle now. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I would, no, I, I'd say, first of all, why is Jigga your favourite? And two, if there's a... Because again, is it the Brooklyn thing that's coming out? Because I, I don't know if that affected your appreciation for hip-hop more 100%. than it would have done here. A
1: hundred percent Like This was around the time Where Biggie And Tupac Were beefing And it was East versus West And I'm listening to Eve And I'm like Is Philadelphia East Coast or West Coast Because I need to
0: Fucking listen
1: Like that's how deep It really was For real Like it was Dividing Mm. people Mm. It was really Like it was Quite tragic actually When you think about it Yeah yeah, Um,
0: Absolutely
1: So yeah And it's the same reason That I would always Go for Biggie number one Tupac I love Tupac I think he's amazing yeah but uh, he's a poet I mean Biggie was a poet too I
0: was gonna say but
1: Tupac yeah exactly (laughs) tupac really spoke about like things that was happening in the world like Mm. you know quite a broad range of things whereas biggie would also touch on that but he just had a bit more flavor with it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so bk right now this is so bk i can uh, the bias is real right now man
1: (laughs) the only thing that's not bk on me right now is my accent and that's because i came back when I was 13 and yes. I'm old, a lot older than 13 now. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. that was, that's my roots. Like that's mm. my foundation in life. So yeah, my musical preferences is definitely gonna be aligned with that. So yeah, Jay-Z being from Brooklyn has definitely mm. uh, influenced him being my favorite rapper. But also because he, to me, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you compare Biggie and Puck, mm. it's like comparing Jay-Z and Nas, yeah. it's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like Biggie always had good tunes. Uh, Puck didn't always have good tunes to me. I don't think yeah, his true. production was always good. Sometimes mm-hmm. the beat production was whack. He had more sometimes.
0: albums as well, so I suppose you can give him that in it. He had more attempts at failing than Biggie had. Only had two, but then Biggie was <laughs> on such a hit rate. I, I don't know where I'm on both. I love. I we all love yeah. both, don't we? But I was a Pac stan like yeah. in a little village in yorkshire <laughs> for all the people who got a bingo card for this podcast by the way i usually talk about me growing up in a village in yorkshire and being yeah. the only brown person for like 10 miles that's a bingo card wow. that, that one, everyone can tick that one off now because i always bring that up that must
1: have been <laughs> been a crazy experience for you growing up it
0: was it was a bit weird yeah but again yeah. loved it it was great i can't moan you know i mean i was i was very privileged so mm. but that um pakistanist took me away from biggie and then i just absolutely fell in love with biggie like i just i think now he is probably my favorite and but for 10 years there it was close like i think i modeled myself yeah. on pack at one point where you like yeah get the shaved head you know all these for yeah. damn yeah Did you, feel like you were deep you were like i'm a deep guy <laughs> why are
1: you lying to him because i feel like that's why a lot of people say too fast. yeah
0: It's true. It's true. And the thing that took me out of that, you know what it was? It was around the early noughties, people started wearing really bad two-pack gear. Really (laughs) shit. I just look shit, man. And you're ruining the man's legacy. Stop doing that. And I don't know. I don't know if it put me off pack or what, but I realized there's a certain type of pack fan that I could have well been if it were yeah. for a few choices, Joella. That's what so. I was
1: saying. You, you were like, a deep guy. That's why I like Tupac. That's why I feel like everyone's like, Oh, I, I prefer Nas and Jay-Z because I'm a deep guy. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Whatever,
1: man. <laughs> Jay-Z talks deep stuff too. Of course, I love yeah. I love his charisma. I love mm. his flow. I love his lyrical ability. I love yeah, the yeah. fact that he don't write nothing down and he just goes in and he will just say what he's saying. Yeah, that's mad. I love. The, the little tinge of arrogance that he has in his music Little,
0: little tinge
1: <laughs> um, I honestly, I just, I mm. really, I rate him I remember when I first seen Jay-Z yeah, Oh, go on um, I was watching, it was Jay-Z and JD Jay-Z and Jermaine Dupri Yes Ferrari, uh, uh, Switch and forward Money lane, ain't a thing uh, Money ain't a, a thing, thing yeah, yeah. Mm. I, again, remember, I was or whatever, when Reasonable Doubt came out. So I wasn't up on that. Mm. I didn't know about Jay Z. That was the first time I seen Jay Z and I thought they were a duo. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Jay Z and JD. I what? thought Imagine
1: they were group. a duo. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, I like them. Wow. And secretly, I was feeling JD more No, JD. But do you know why? I think that's because he had the hook. Well, I yeah, think he's yeah. The one so yes. I think that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. But then, then, like I, you know, as I grew older, seven, eight, nine, you know, I'm getting wiser in my year Yeah. <laughs> and he came out with, um, was it Big Pimpin?
0: Yeah, Big Pimpin, probably. Oh, well. I think
1: it was Big Pimpin. It was one of the songs that he came out with. Mm. And I remember one day after school, we went on azlyrics.com and I was in the fourth grade. Yeah about nine or something me and my friend Shanika <laughs> we were looking at different songs and we did a Jay-Z song I think it was Big Pimpin mm. I think that's what it was and um Little Kim and Cisco. How Many Licks
0: wow
1: and the music I was what? listening to. <laughs> and I remember going on the train because I had quite a long train journey home mm. going on the train and just Studying the sheets of paper, like just to learn the words to it, and from then I was just hooked as a Jay Z fan. And continuously, I feel like every time he releases music, Mm. I'm I'm just more in love. The only album that I wasn't really feeling, Mm -hmm. but there's still a couple tracks that I love was Kingdom Come.
0: Right, I'm glad you said that one because yeah, that is not a good album. Like, let's be honest, for for every not good one. I've I've said this before. He's one of the best people at recovering from an L. Was one of the best. Yeah, Yeah, always. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can recover well. So four for four is incredible. Like I know people recency bias and stuff, but it's been what three, four years. It's still great. I love that album.
1: There's not one song on that album that I don't
0: love. Yeah, it's a very, very solid, like all rounds. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm liking new Jigger. I'm liking new Nappy Jigger. You know,
1: Basquiat Jigger. Basquiat. Yeah, like.
0: enjoying him I am I really am but okay so we're gonna go in a little bit then into career and stuff as well because I you know uh I had to talk to you because you you've been doing bits you're doing Premier League stuff like and so I've worked in football I still work in football so I see these presenters come and go and I was oh yeah Joel nobles on again <laughs> okay well, so oh, it's again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, well, I was gonna ask you then doing it all and I've seen you spit the Nigerian there to the Nigerian players good work yes. good uh, I was going to actually ask you then. Out of all the players you've met and the people in football generally you've met, who has the best taste in music?
1: Oh, the best taste in music. Um, I can't remember who was I. To- I was talking to one of these players. Oh, I, I don't even remember to be honest. Too many. Because the thing is, right <laughs> on the Premier League show, mm. they really brought me in because, like, I can talk to the players about music and fashion. I mean, I love football as well. Don't get twisted. I really For love sure. it, but. I, I will be the first one to tell you I'm not a pundit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know everything about football. Um, I'm going to blame it on my Brooklyn upbringing. <laughs> we definitely wasn't watching football yeah, back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do appreciate the sport and I do, mm. yeah, I do love watching it. You know what? That's what I really love about the Premier League stuff, Uncut, the show's called Mm. Uncut. That's Mm. what I really love about that. And also I did a um, thing with Amazon Prime called Kitchen Table Face-Off. Yeah. And that was pitting the football players against each other from the same team. But we do like a series of random kitchen table games like Heads Up and Guess Who the Player Is and all of that stuff. Wicked. Um, I think they really just come alive when we're not talking about football. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> what I was going to say is, um, mm. I did an interview with Matteo Antonio and we had a little bit of a sing-off. It wasn't 90s music though. Okay. We were singing um, Mario, I Just a Friend.
0: Just a Friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Banger. <laughs> Banger. Yeah. yeah, that
1: was about like early noughties, maybe like 2002 yeah. or so.
0: I just want to love you. That one as well, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's my
0: wife, my, me and my wife is track. That's up there. That oh, music soul child, no. music soul child, and that oh, man. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Uh, if we have an R and B pod, we're going there.
1: <laughs> but oh my god! If you have an RB pod, you need to be <laughs> on. And we're talking about Jill, <laughs> about D'Angelo. Yes, we're talking please.
0: About yes, please. Maxwell,
1: music soul child. Oh, oh my god. Era. We're going in. Anthony
0: Hamilton is another one of my favorites. You know what a man?
1: You know, I feel like I don't know enough Anthony Hamilton For,
0: tunes. First, first two albums are just unreal. Sorry yeah, for okay. all the listeners. Oh, there's so many listeners. <laughs> all these Timberland wearing, like Echo Unlimited, you know, you know yeah. heads are listening. They're like, I didn't sign up for Music Soul Child. Sorry, guys. We're going to yeah, bring sorry. <laughs> We're going to bring it. Oh, back.
1: They must love it. I think they'll probably love it Yeah,
0: actually, go broaden your horizons. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I was going to ask mm-hmm. you then. We have a mailbag basically. So people come in, they're all right, and we've got little bits and bobs on there. One of the ones is if you can go to a sporting event with any rapper, which rapper and which sporting event?
1: Oh, it will probably be Snoop because recently I heard him commentating on a boxing match. <laughs> oh, <goodness. Yeah. laughs> and it was too good. Yeah. It was too good. So it will probably be boxing with Snoop. Yes. I need to experience yes. that, at least
0: one. His gospel like. singing. On that was a level. The guy went down and he was just singing the hymns, and it was just, yeah, he leveled up commentary. He did. He it's,
1: really did. it's a hidden talent that we didn't know he had.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, another few for you here, then, right? I don't know if you're going to get to answer this one straight away, but strangest dreams about rappers? Have you ever had a strange oh dream my about rappers?
1: I can think of one straight away, and oh I'm not willing to tell you, to be <laughs> honest. It's, it's one of them. It's busted. It was. <laughs> It was disgusting. It's, it's oh, God. Okay. P. in it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I did not fancy P. Diddy, wow. and I never have, but that's all I'm saying about the situation. Wow,
0: and- okay. Anybody else out there who's had odd dreams about P. Diddy, please get in touch. <laughs> we need I'm to so know. I'm so
1: excited that I've told you that.
0: <laughs> so edit that I'm bit out.
1: <laughs> because when I'm more known, you know, and me and P. Diddy are friends, <laughs> And, like, he invites me to one of his all-white parties at the crib. Yeah. I I can't have him knowing that information. Hold on.
0: I heard you on that pod. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll make sure I click that and put it on all the socials and tag you in all of it. There you go. So people need to know.
1: Horrible
0: dream. Horrible. Nightmare. Okay. A nightmare. Okay. Right. Wow. Okay. That's a level. So another one then. You could own any piece of rap memorabilia or rap merch or like, you know, like, um, Slickwit's got his eye patch. Tupac had his like amazing leather waistcoat thing on all eyes on me. Biggie had his Kangol shades. You can own anything. Mm. What would you like? And you've got to wear it at either a wedding, <laughs> a funeral, or a uh, job interview. <laughs> so what, what, are you, what are you going for?
1: I'm thinking. Yeah, take
0: your time on this one. I feel get get better results.
1: this one's not easy because I feel like what is the, like what stuff <laughs> do they have? Like what does Jay-Z have?
0: Oh yeah, Jay-Z. Yeah, actually. Well, you could wear the Reasonable Doubt cover. He, he looks pretty smart in that. I liked mm-hmm. it when he, he looked in, enjoyed that. The Rockefeller chain. I mean, come on. That was pretty. Oh
1: my gosh. That was pretty dope. Yes. That, that was pretty dope And where do I have to wear it? Job you interview.
0: Can... <laughs> Please wear it. A job interview.
1: I'll wear it at all three. <laughs> 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 I'll wear it. One of them. The job interview, the wedding, and know I'm I'm wearing it. I'm okay. The it
0: would work and in all you, three.
1: And you know what else I will say? Just talking about Jay Z. Do you remember when he released his sneakers? For S. Carter's. Oh
0: my god! Yeah, I can't remember what they look like though. I can't remember what they look like at all.
1: Very simple, classic design. Classic <laughs> <jigger>. <laughs> just white, you know. I had a pick. Is I had it? A pick. Okay. I had
0: to. Had to. Had to. <laughs> I remember he went through that phase where he was wearing his white tee, ice white tee, and it was like one arm was out, and <laughs> and that look was a uh, well, it was a look. I, I don't know. I, I want to try and rock in that that wedding, like just I that would look. Love
1: to see- you wearing
0: that whole get up i think
1: you should i love how are you not wearing that now (laughs) how am i not
0: wearing that exactly exactly in my spare time when i clock off i'll get that back on walking around the village amazing i'll get calls i'll be getting calls uh okay right so man joella thank you for coming on i've so enjoyed this it's been brilliant it's, it's been, been a really wicked good. chat, man. Really has. But hit me up on what else is coming for you because you've done rints, you've done grime daily, you've been doing things. What's on yeah. the What's on the agenda, man?
1: I just want to look to creating something of my own where I have like the freedom to talk to whoever I want to talk to yeah. um, about whatever I want to talk to them about. So you should be on the lookout for that because that will be coming pretty wicked, soon. wicked. Um, and yeah, like I really want to get onto telly. I want to start doing more television stuff. Mm. So I'm just going to put it out into the universe that that's what's going to happen. Yes. And yet yeah, you'll see me on your TV.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then we'll be like, look, she came on our pod before any of it, yeah. before she was over all over it. Yeah, man. Any dreams, yeah. like, any dreams, to, is there any shows that you really want to do? Like where you've been like, that's that would be like a career box ticked the,
1: off. Um, what's that, the hip hop show that um, oh, Lady Leisha was on it, Maya Jama hosts it the other day and it's just annoying that I can't remember what it's called yeah I
0: can't either but that's the uh, kind of thing yeah I can see you doing that though
1: that is perfect for me mm.
0: my jammer <laughs> have a word
1: yeah yeah I and mean, I'll be like we'll be, we could host together you know there's enough space. For us. Yeah. we're on the same agency you know so let's oh, talk yeah. yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes
0: yeah absolutely are oh, you on the same agency <laughs> wicked that's cool man yeah, man exactly. I, I love the energy because every time I don't know one it's nice to always see young people who like really care about the professional element like yeah this is maybe just me coming across really old but I do feel sometimes after being in a bit of an older stage where I had to grind like I was making teas for a good six months man you know trying to try to get to where I eventually got to and I was very happy that I got there but it was a grind yeah. so it's yeah. nice to see people who like yourself I feel like there's work that you put in that some people may not notice but i feel like someone who notices what research is and you know like actually so yeah big up man
1: thank you Very i appreciate so. it i feel like it's it's a different kind of grind these days isn't it it's still a grind but yeah. it's just different now we have like a uh, social media yeah we can put ourselves out there more but then there's so many other people putting themselves out there
0: mm. so I really want to talk about social media thing with you because I'm feeling that right now, man. Like this last week or so, it's got to that point where I'm like, damn, it's a grind. It is just like, you have to get on it daily. You have to be like engaging. It's like, that's not real though, is it? Like the beauty of this podcast has been that it's, it's been quite organic. Like, you know, people are genuinely just like talking instead of like having to talk. And I feel like social can get you there where you're just having to talk. And then, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've definitely, like had phases where I was just not too long ago actually I did take a social media break for like three weeks Wicked. Um, and that's a long time for social media yeah. where the pressure to always post something and interact with people like every single day it's just it's what you say it's just not real mm-hmm. and it's like you're constantly having to keep up some kind of perception just so people
0: yeah. you
1: know, know that you're doing stuff and you're working hard and so people don't forget about you because it's so easy yeah. to someone else and forget about the last person you saw. So you need to stay fresh in people's minds. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a sad world that we're living in. <laughs> do you know what? It's beautiful. There's so many opportunities off social media and mm. a lot of what I do is on social media. So I'm so grateful for it. But at the same time, it does feel like you just have to do things that maybe you might not be in the mood. I might not yeah. be in the mood to put a picture up or to take a picture that day or yeah. to, to film an ad yeah. And put it on my story. I might not be in the mood to do yeah. that. I might be in a rubbish mood, but then at the same time, it's work.
0: Yeah, so if you
1: see right. it as work, then gotta go. If you got a nine to five, you might be in a bad mood one day, but you still gotta go. Still
0: gotta go. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. This is just tinkering on a really good subject and i was like this is another hour-long conversation Uh, you could uh, have you should do this you should do this though this kind of chat i like i I like talking to people who are in that kind of mode so you know what's more valuable because it's very easy as old people to be sitting here who don't really go on twitter all day and you're like what are you worried about what are you worrying about it's like no there's a world there's a universe of people who make a living you know that's a living so
1: it is another world yeah There's like twitch I haven't even touched Twitch, a, but that's a whole different situation. It's a Rabbit
0: hole, it yeah. is a rabbit <laughs> hole. it really is. But I feel you, and, I, and I'm glad that we got to at least touch on that because you know it's yeah. nice to feel that you know akin that spirit, that spiritual thing. There needs to, be, I think, there needs to be like a medium. Like DeAngelo's got it. Like he don't need any of that, but you don't see him for ages. It's not fresh in your mind, but he'll still he'll always do great stuff. But there needs to be a medium yeah. between that and then where we are. So yeah. Anyway, can, either way. Like,
1: can you even be a D'Angelo in this day and age in terms of being like unseen for a hundred years and then come and popping back and then everyone loves you? Like I can, in mm. music, I mean, I can see that in like acting, mm. you know, actors don't really need social media profiles, but musicians, I just feel like if you're a musician starting out in this day and age. Mm. I just think it'll be really difficult for you
0: yeah. to well have you heard two people come to mind burial is a bit older so that's about what mm-hmm. 15 10 15 years older so he was around mm-hmm. social networking but he never he just pops up and drops a track of year but yeah. have, you, have you heard salt the crew i know i talk about them a lot on this pod but s-a-u-l-t no man, you've got to go when you get off the, my last track my last conversation is always what's the last great piece of music you've heard right my uh-huh. last great piece I just heard, Salt just dropped an album this year. People talk about, it, it might be Cleo Soul. People don't, they don't know who it is. So it's just, it's, just, oh. it's like, I think Giles Peterson played their first album about two years ago or a year and a half ago on his radio station. No one knew who they were. They come out of Nine. nowhere. And I was wow. like, that's fuck." And the music, oh my days. R&B, Soul, Funk, African rhythm, everything. It's got everything, jazz, hip hop. And it, you know, in 2020, when everything was kicking off, that was, oh my God, a statement. So, yeah, no. sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Hey, to I'm, I'm going to, no, don't you dare
1: apologize. <laughs> I'm going to listen. Okay.
0: Sure. So, but for yourself, last great yeah. piece of music you heard could be old, could be new.
1: I mean, obviously, I've been listening to Eve, Eve but I want something different. Another artist that I love, and I do feel like she's underrated, is Little Sims. She is someone that kind of disappears and comes back, actually. Yeah, yeah. Not heavy on social media. So I just yes. rate for her. So many different I love levels. of really amazing. Mm. Live, she's amazing as well. So yeah. she's released a tune called Rolling Stone. Have you heard it?
0: I've not heard that one. I heard Woman.
1: Yeah, you need to listen to Rolling Stone because it starts out in a way that. You think it's going to be way different to how it actually is, but she gets raw and she gets gully and there's no hook. And I just love
0: it. I love it when she goes, no hook.
1: Yeah. Three verses of amazingness from her. Um, So yeah, that's, that's the last piece of great man big I'm up missing.
0: little sims man big up yourself yeah, for bringing yeah. on that conversation man because yeah i love where the uk is generally like we've got our own mm. thing when i grew up there was none of that there was not like we had it yeah. but it was in little underground clubs you know and you know it was brilliant but now it's just beautiful to see people artists like that flourishing man so yeah big up when I, I, know,
1: I know we're supposed to be getting off this call because like, <laughs> we are chatting like some chatty parties yeah um, i need to say that when i first came to england mm. i was like what the hell is this? Like in terms of music cuz I'm used to hard you, you hear what I've been listening yeah, yeah, to yeah, at yeah. nine years old. Look that barbie. So to- Dugged at (laughs) T-O-B, hold it down. So like, (laughs) so to come to England and to hear Blazing Squad Mm. doing me Crossroads, where I just came back from somewhere where I was looking at Bone Thugs-In-Harmony Crossroads and the deepness of the tune, I was just like, what kind of pop spin shit is this? And that's not even to disrespect Blazing Squad, because shortly after I came here, I actually did a... um, I featured in a magazine with them. No oh,
0: one wow. <laughs> after all that. All right. I didn't know it was going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Basically, there was a magazine called Cosmo Girl. Right. It's like Cosmopolitan, but for the younger girl, mm-hmm. but it doesn't exist anymore. Yes. And um, there was a call, in, like an ad saying like, oh, if you're a Blazing Squad fan, like, you know, come to the audition and do it. I, i am going to admit right here, right now, I was not a Blazing Squad fan. But. <laughs> I was like, what? I get to be in Cosmo Girl magazine. Yeah, yeah. I get to go on CD UK. Like, okay, yeah. Like, I will do it. I'll go to audition. I'll let them know how much I love them, even though I really didn't. And I got through. And I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> that I did that because I took away an opportunity from someone who yeah. actually would have loved it. But they were such nice boys and I did leave there thinking like, Oh, do you know what? I might not listen yeah. to your album, but you are like all oh, really great yeah. guys. Still not
0: listening to the album though. I love that. I'm probably still not I'm not gonna listen to it, but you're lovely. I love you, but I- <laughs>
1: What you did with Crossroads is disrespectful. And uh, yeah, true.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. No, so
1: that's agree. just how I feel. And that's the second piece of information that I wish I didn't tell you. On
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> it's a confessional. It's like a confessional. But now
1: that people are going to be like, oh, she is just sick. <laughs> He's a horrible person. How like I'm there pretending to be a fan so I can get in the magazine. Yeah, I know, I
0: know, I know. What else has she done? If that's all she's willing to say now, what else has no she...
1: boundaries? Clearly, <laughs> listen. I, I grew up in the gutter, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> BK, BK. Oh man, love that. Right. I'm going to let you go stalk Eve. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of the things you, you should have told me is that you're now, you're now going to go stalk her.
1: Oh, that one I don't mind. I will stalk <laughs> <Okay. laughs> 10%. I love
0: her. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I appreciate you bringing that on, man. It's been so nice to just touch on an artist that doesn't get talked about enough, I feel.
1: Yeah, so. I, I did think, like with Jay-Z and Lauren, I thought it's a bit obvious. Everyone. Like someone's going to mm. bring one of them up. So I just thought, actually, let me talk about something that, I was really feeling at that moment in the 90s something that that really meant a lot to me and shaped who I am today really
0: man beautiful thing what a way to end it what a brilliant way to end it well Joella thank you so much doors are always open if you want to jump back on and chat social media whatever
1: (laughs) Uh, you let me know I'm down
0: (laughs) wicked thank you man and uh, yeah we'll catch you soon and good luck with everything
1: take care of yourself bye
0: wicked man thank you